Well, hello and uh, welcome to Passion Week. Uh, and we're so excited to be able to share this week with you all, um, just during this week when uh, so much was happening in the life of Jesus. Um, just thinking about our service on Sunday, when we think that we went from Hosanna on Palm Sunday of people accepting Jesus as, as their king, uh, to shouting crucify him by Friday of that week, to saying he is risen a couple days later. It's just a, it's just a, a week that boggles my mind and has changed the world forever. Um, each day we as elders are trying to share with you and just encouraging you uh, to be thinking about Passion Week and what's been going on. And um, what we are trying to do is, is uh, share the events in Jesus' life during that week. And my day is Tuesday. Um, and what was Jesus doing the, during that Passion Week? Um, a lot of it was spent uh, in the temple, sharing, observing, um, teaching, preaching, um, and uh, making an impact. Um, one of the key observations Jesus made while he was sitting in the temple uh, was watching people put money uh, into the money box. And if you'll open your Bibles to either uh, Mark 12, 41 through 44, or Luke 21, uh, 1 through 4, because this is in both areas, um, um, let's read it together. Um, and again, I'm reading from Mark uh, chapter 12, verses 41 through 44. Jesus sat down opposite the place where the offerings were put and watched the crowd putting money into the temple treasury. Many rich people threw in large amounts, but a poor widow came and put in two very small copper coins worth only a few cents. Calling his disciples to him, Jesus said, truly I tell you, this poor widow has put more into the treasury than all the others. They gave out of their wealth, but she, out of her poverty, put in everything all she had to live on. Um, why was Jesus so impressed by this widow's uh, act of giving? Um, why did two copper, what did those two copper coins represent? Um, Jesus describes them as uh, really representing everything that she had um, to live on, to function. Um, there's a lot of implications to these, to these scriptures and this observation Jesus made, but I came up with four very direct observations. Number one, um, she was not focused on providing for herself. Uh, the second one is she was not holding um, very intently onto this life. Um, and as Paul would later say, to live as Christ, to die as gain. Um, number three, um, she was being generous towards God. Um, and this ties into later on uh, in the week when Mary Magdalene actually uh, takes the expensive perfume and pours it over Jesus' head to prepare him for burial. Um, um, and number four, she fully trusted God to provide for all of her needs. Um, those same four implications really tie into how Jesus was going to be responding in that week as well. Uh, first off, Jesus was not focused on his own need, but to the needs of the world. Um, and he knew the plan was for him to give himself uh, for all the needs that we have. Number two, Jesus was not holding on to this life at all. Um, number three, Jesus was showing the greatest, gen greatest generosity of all, and that was to give his life again to all of us. And number four, Jesus had full trust in his father that his father's will would be done. And that even ties into the scripture in Matthew 26, where Jesus is in the Garden of Gethsemane um, and, and struggling in agony and, and asking his father, you know, if it could be that he would take this cup from him. But Jesus' ultimate answer was, not my will, but thy will be done. Um, 
we in this present time really need to be doing the same thing. You know, as we separate, as we celebrate Passion Week, um, we really, it's okay to recognize the present challenges that we're facing, um, but to focus on them, to be worried and afraid, I don't think is what Jesus calls us to. Um, I think we can all focus on the idea of that God's will, will will be done in our life and that we can trust God to fulfill that within us. So some general ideas that I would uh, ask you to think about, and I have some specific uh, uh, questions that I would uh, like you to discuss, uh, whether it's on your own in your quiet time or certainly even better with your family or with your group. Um, uh, and uh, this will be posted so you can look at it and look up the scriptures. Uh, number one is, why is Jesus impressed by the widow's generosity? Number two is, do we trust in how God will provide for us? And is there evidence of that in our, in our lives, in how we give, how we give of our time, how we give of our talents, how we give of our finances? Um, I also am going to challenge you to read 2 Corinthians 9, 6 through 11, which I will read for you very briefly now. Again, 2 Corinthians 9, 6 through 11. Paul says, remember this, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Each of you should give what you have decided in your hearts to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. And God is able to bless you abundantly, so that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. As it is written, they have freely scattered their gifts to the poor, their righteousness endures forever. Now he who supplies the seed to the sower and the bread for food will also supply and increase your store of seed and will enlarge your harvest of your righteousness. You will be enriched in every way so that you can be generous on every occasion and through us, your generosity will result in thanksgiving. After you read that, I'd also like you to discuss why does God love a cheerful giver? And if I am not a cheerful giver, how do I become one? And what resources do I have that I can give and share of my time, of my talent, of my resources? Um, and again, um, as we think about that Passion Week, as we think about that widow who put in the two copper coins that she had, um, it's just an encouragement to me um, of her faith and her trust in our Lord and a challenge to me as well to just for me to look at my own life and see where I can be more generous of all that I do. Um, and I just encourage you as we're in this Passion Week, Ultimately, Jesus is the example. He gave his life for us. Um, coming to the world, leaving heaven, um, giving everything for what I couldn't pay for, to pay for us. Um, and the response I hope that I have is that I give as well. So have a great Passion Week. Thank you, uh, thank you for tuning in. And uh, we, as your church body, love you, and we're here for you. And um, please, please, if you have any needs or anything we can help you with, let us know. And we love you.